I'm Bay, and you're listening to Bay Baltimore, a weekly pop culture and society podcast recorded in a quiet neighborhood in Baltimore. This week, I was going to do something like a continuation of last week's episode about um, human trafficking on 95, but, you know, something else grabbed my attention. Um, actually, Twitter just made me do something, and I don't know how I feel about it, so I'm going to just take it out on y'all. I'm going to talk about the indie short film, The Strange Things About the Johnsons. Have you heard of it? Um, So, let me just say for the last three or four days, on and on, off and on, I've been on Twitter you know how you do, looking at stuff, looking daily at what, you know, the shenanigans of stars and whatnot. And off and on, I've been seeing people say something to the effect of what in the world and why about this particular short film, The Strange Case About the Johnsons, or The Strange Things About the Johnsons. And every once in a while with the the post, and exclusively, you know, I spend a lot of my time on Twitter, um, accompanied with the post has been this weird every once in a while has been this kind of weird still from the movie i guess it's the poster from the movie something like that um which is essentially a family photo and it's got the father standing up in this like checkered sweater vest you know those real kind of corny checkered sweater vests um the mom kind of standing next to him in, you know, a mom outfit, something cute, you know what I'm saying? Something sensible. Um, and then the little boy, their son, clearly their son sitting down in a chair. Um, but in the still, the son is looking towards the father, the father is smiling and the mom has her hands on the son's head acting as if, excuse me, in the still acting as if she's trying to to turn the child's head toward the camera to face the camera. So the dad's smiling, the mom's smiling, and the son is just kind of looking at the, the, the dad. And I always thought that that was odd because, you know, every time in a post somebody would say, don't watch that film, they wouldn't say why to not watch that film, except to say, you know, I only got through five minutes of it. And I wish I hadn't. Somebody said I got through 15 minutes of it and I wish I hadn't. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. And today, um, I was on Twitter again, and somebody else I follow um, was like, "You know what? I'm just about to watch this. I'm, watch, I'm about to watch this film. I'm just about to watch it because um, I'm sick of y'all t- telling me not to watch it, but like I want to watch it, but then I don't want to watch it." And he kept going, you know, vacillating back and forth. So, in one of the comments to this person's original post, one uh, was a link to the actual uh, film. And at first, I thought it was just like something like a trailer. But then I actually go, I click the link, and it's actually on YouTube. Um, and the strange things about the Johnsons, it's actually a short film by, I believe, Ari Aster. Um, I actually think it was um, like a senior film project or something like that for them at uh, USC. I guess they were a student at US, USC in California. Anyhow, um, it, the, the film itself, the short film itself is like 28 minutes, and that includes the credits. Um, and so, you know, just thinking about some of the, the commenters saying, you know, I only got through five minutes, I only got through 15 minutes. And I'm like, well, shoot, you didn't got through 15. You, you might as well kept going the rest of the way. Anyway, um, so I'm like, OK, whatever. I'm let me let me just watch this thing. Um, 
So let me just go ahead and, and, and tell you, if you don't know, um, th- th- warning, this film and what I'm about to talk about, because I'm just going to talk about it, um, is uh, not for sensitive. It, 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 it talks about incest. It talks about incest and there are graphic scenes of sexual violence. Um, not at all in any of the ways that I ever thought. And actually, if you, I would say watch this film, but I don't know. It depends on your taste. It depends on what you can handle. It's not, it's like, it's graphic in the way that you know what's happening. You don't see a lot of things, but you hear things. Not super gross things, but you know what's happening. Do you know what I mean? When there's a forced situation, you know there's a struggle, you hear the struggle, you hear screams, right? The movie, is, it's gross. I, I don't know where this came from. I don't know what Ari was going through. Um, and, and I hate to poo-poo on anyone's experience, but it was gross. It was gross. Um, so the, the film centers um, uh, Sydney, who is the, the dad, who is a, a famous poet. It, it appears that... Sydney is a famous poet. Joan, who is his wife, uh, dutiful, you know, by his side. Maybe she's um, a stay-at-home mom. We don't really know that. Um, and then Isaiah, who is their son. And the film opens in a very shocking way. Um, and, and I'm telling you this. I'm going to tell you the opening scene just because it kind of starts the film, but it doesn't give away too much of the film. And it kind of... Yeah, it really just starts it. So the opening scene is what we know to be, what we come to know is Isaiah laying in the bed, looking at a photo, um, pleasuring himself. Okay, so just spoiler alert, I'm talking about the sex and I'm talking about, uh, you know, sexual violence and things like that. And I'll put it in the show notes um, so that folks can be warned, because um, this is certainly not a subject matter for sensitive listeners or folks who are a little too young to be listening to this. Anyhow, so this person, uh, Isaiah, he's maybe he's a teenager, maybe he's 14. We, we're not really sure how old Isaiah is in this scene. We know, excuse me, we know that he's young. We know that he's laying in bed. We know that he is pleasuring himself looking at a picture. And while he's doing this, um, you hear his father briefly, you know, quickly come up and open the door. And then, you know, the, sh- the, the surprising dad, get out. You know how that, you know how that scene has happened before in a ton of American pie films. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, um, and so Sydney, which is the dad does this weird thing where he's like, I don't want to make this weird, but what you're doing is natural. So I, and he goes through this little tirade that is mortifying, mortifying, you are pleasuring yourself and then your parent walks in and then knows that they caught you. So he, he walks in, catches him and, you know, goes back out and then gives him a minute to collect himself and come back in for the purpose of saying what you're doing is fine. What you're doing is absolutely fine. Don't make it weird. I don't want you to think that what you were doing is fine. Like in the moment, like it's OK for you to clear the air after, time, you know, giving them a minute to breathe. But like in the moment, I was just like, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Your son isn't even cleaned up as it were, and you coming in here having this, it's sitting on the bed next to him, and in some instances kind of looking towards, do you know what I mean? Like, ugh. Anyway, um, 
I don't want to be too graphic or gross. But anyway, like he's having this cringy conversation. And at the end of it, the son, he gets up and he's like, are we cool? You know, are we, you know, we on the same page? Don't feel bad about what you're doing. The son asks him if he does it too. And he's like, it, it, in a roundabout way, he answers his question by saying, you know, everybody does it. It's natural. And, then, and, and his son is like, but do you do it? And he's like, you know, it's natural. But yeah, everybody does it. And yeah, I do. I do. So he gets up. The uh, Sydney gets up and he's and he's leaving. And um, Isaiah sits up in bed because at this up until this point he's still laying down, um, you know, covered up. So Isaiah sits up in bed and says, you know, gets his dad's attention, calls his dad and says, and his dad turns around and says, "Yes, son." And he turns around and and very you know sternly, or at least very you know specifically, the son says, "I love you." And they hold each other's gaze for a second. I'm like, ugh, ugh, gross. This, this, the, the, the conversation at the, the timing of the conversation was cringeworthy. The approach was admirable, but the timing of the conversation was cringe, cringeworthy. And that whole exchange with the son and the father, ugh, that's, ugh, that was cringe girl. Anyway, so fast forward. Isaiah is a grown person now. He's graduated. He's got a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's getting married. He is married. Oh no, he's getting married. Um, and while he's standing, oh, they're standing up, you know, actually before that happens, the, the, the scene that I was just describing that was in the still is, um, you know, the family, while Isaiah is still a teen, the family Joan, um, Sydney, and Isaiah are taking the family portrait, and then you see the son is consistently looking at his father while they're supposed to be taking a portrait, and you know that some weird, some weird stuff is happening. Something weird is happening. Some, some ain't right. Some, some ain't all, all the way together there. And, and then you see that the mom is actually having to turn little Isaiah, Isaiah's head several times to face forward instead of looking at his father. And his father is just looking weird, too, like he's... Just looking weird. And the mom is just, man, I'm just here. You know what I mean? She's got this, I'm just here, sort of. Can we just get through this, please? And Okay, so flash forward. Now Isaiah is grown. And he's got a girlfriend and he's getting married. And it's his wedding day. Um, and they are taking pictures. His new bride, Isaiah, the mom, the bride's mom and dad, and Sydney, um, Isaiah's dad. And anyway, Isaiah is standing next to his dad. And I'm just going to say it. Um, gross. I'm just going to say it. Um, Isaiah. So Sydney is not smiling and you get the sense that Sydney is frustrated that his son is now married. Um, and at first you get the sense that this woman is competition now. Gross. Oh, even as I'm saying it, it's gross. Anyway, so... Um, and in that moment, Isaiah, uh, Sydney is not smiling. And everyone else is smiling, including Isaiah. And in that moment, oh gosh, I'm just going to say it. Isaiah grabs his father's behind. It's, it's really gross. It's really gross. Um, uh, there's one last thing I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, there's one last thing I'm going to tell you. I'm going to leave it alone. Um, 
so during the wedding reception, and it, I think, and it's like you, when you're watching this, you know where it's going, so you know where I'm about to go. It's not going to quite go as far as you, you're thinking it's going to go, but it's, ugh, it's going there. Um, so, you know, the wedding reception is happening and Joan is walking around being the consummate hostess, smiling. Hey, how you doing? Have you seen Sydney? Hey, how you doing? Have you seen Sydney? Sydney, again, is her husband. Have you seen Sydney? I think at one point she says, oh, have you seen Isaiah? She, she runs into Isaiah's wife, new wife. And she's like, oh, have you seen Isaiah? And she's like, no, I actually, you know, I haven't. And everybody's kicking in and, you know, they're out in the backyard and, and you get the impression that they're in the backyard of Sydney and Joan's home because their home is big enough. Because again, Sydney is a famous poet, tons of books and all of that stuff and, and volumes of poetry and things like that. So he's got the space. He's got the loot to have the big house and the space to have the big backyard to have the wedding reception. And even probably the wedding, you get the sense that the wedding was at in their backyard. So anyway, so Joan's walking around, you know, doing the, the hostess thing and still trying to find her husband. So anyway, she meanders through the backyard and then she finally makes her way down to what appears to be like, you know, how if you it depends on where you've grown up, like if you're from the United States or if you just live in a part of the world where the houses are like this and, and where you are, you know, you live in these neighborhoods and you have these big old houses and between sometimes between the houses and certainly between there's a space between the houses, number one. And then there's also a space between the front yard and the backyard where sometimes in the, the little side alley, there is a fence that pretty much is the line of demarcation between the front yard and the backyard. Sometimes that fence is it's literally between the two houses, um, or sometimes it's a little fence that's just blocking off the backyard from the front. And there is a door that allows you, like a little gate, that allows you to go between both. And so... And sometimes that gate, if you're walking from the backyard to the front yard, leads you to the, uh, the little drive, your driveway. And, and depending on how big your house is, it's a big driveway. And so you get the sense, again, that Joan and Sydney have a mansion because of Sydney's success as a poet. And anyway, so um, Joan is in the backyard. She's making her way up the sidewalk to that gate that is the 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 that is the line between the front yard and the backyard. So she's going through that gate, or at least she's about to head toward that gate because she hears sounds. And she keeps walking closer to the the gate and she she just keeps hearing these sounds. And it sounds like, not grunting, but like, you know what I mean? And, And scuffling, but not like fighting scuffling, but like these noises. So there's a hole in the gate and you know what I'm about to say. Uh, Joan, you know, squints her eye and she puts it through that gate. And what should she see? But, ugh. and it's the last thing I, uh, I'm going to share and I swear. It's not, it's not super graphic, but nevertheless, it's gross. Okay, so I'm just for, fair of a warning. She looks through the, the hole in the gate and sees um, Isaiah passionately kissing another man. An older man. And then as Isaiah's moving over, you realize she, he moves slightly and you realize that that older man that he's passionately kissing is Sydney. Ugh, gross. And not only does he do that, but Sydney is passionately kissing Isaiah, uh, uh, or Isaiah is passionately kissing Sydney. And Isaiah drops to his knees and begins to unbuckle his dad's pants. You know what's about to happen. 
Meanwhile, the only reason why I want to tell you this is because it is a telling moment because Sydney's face is sullen. He's not enjoying himself. There's no pleasure on his face. It looks like he regrets. He's, there's lots of dread and regret about what's about to happen. Meanwhile, Isaiah is going just after. He's, he's trying, feverishly trying to get his pants down. And in this moment, Joan clutches her pearls and turns around and she clutches her mouth. And she's like trying to keep herself together because she's just like, oh my gosh, what am I saying? Oh, this is gross, this is gross, this is gross. And then she co- gathers herself. She collects herself and then she puts on the face and then she goes back to the... You get the sense that she goes back to the party. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's, I, I think I've taken you up to 10 minutes in the film. Um, there's 28 minutes total, so um, you still got more left if you choose to watch this. The film is not, it's, it's definitely about incest, but not in the way that you think. Um, it's still very much gross. There's one more very graphic. Actually, there's two graphic scenes. One of them is, is sexual assault, and the other one is just assault. Um, and I don't, I don't even want to recommend... I don't even want to tell you to watch this thing because it is disturbing to me. It's disturbing to me. And I know it's disturbing to, I understand what a lot of people were talking about, talking about they wish they hadn't seen it. I don't know that I wish I hadn't seen it because it was interesting. Is interesting the word I want to use here? I don't know. I don't know. It's not like I'm going to have nightmares about it, but it was gross. It was gross, and it asked me. It, it, it makes me want to ask Ari, "What were you going through, honey? What were you thinking about? Were you just trying to shock? What were you thinking about?" I I I don't begrudge these actors because at the end of the day, you're an actor and you want to be a part of something that's cutting edge. But that was gross, and again, it wasn't even gross because it was graphic. It was just gross because ew. It was ew. Like, what was the point of that? What was the point? And I, it's like I kind of want, I kind of want you to watch it so that we can have a conversation because I'd love for somebody else to tell me the point of it. And ugh, even as I'm saying that, I know that there are YouTube videos that are explaining the point of it, but I sure ain't gonna watch it. I don't want to watch it. I just I want a real person to tell me what they. Ooh, I don't want. I, I don't want an academic version. What I want to know is what was the value of that thing? What was the value of that thing? What were you trying? What was Ari trying to do? Turn the 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 incest trope on its head and trope is not the right word because certainly children are victimized by adult people, adult caregivers all the time. So what was this supposed to mean? Anyway, if you see it to the end, there is a, there, the last scene is there. The, and I won't give too much of it away because if you do want to see it, it, you know, I don't want to color your, I don't want to color the, the, the moral of the story for you. I want you to get it yourself. But, um, there is a scene at the end that alludes to kind of the reason, or at least kind of alludes to the why a little bit, but I'm showing on watch it again to understand it. I, I would like to have a conversation about it with someone who's equally disgusted as I am, but who generally thinks that there is some merit to it. I don't know why this film needed to happen other than this was an assignment. This was some, this, this was a task to create a film. And this was the brainchild of Ari, was Ari Asher. But outside of that, 
it was it, what was he going through or he or she I don't even know what were they going through do you know what I mean like what was the point of this thing like what is the value of this Ooh, what was the value of it even um it's disturbing y'all it's disturbing so if you do watch it just prepare yourself it's disturbing and again not because it is overly graphic but because of what it's suggesting is happening and what it actually shows Ooh. anyway I don't want to ruin your day, so don't, if you're not into that, don't watch it. Do you know what I mean? Don't you do it. Don't you watch it. But um, if you are generally interested in talking about films and, and giving things a chance, but also being critical, you know, just even if you're a casual person, a casual film watcher, you just enjoy different types of films, you know, to watch it with caution, but watch it and then drop me a message. I'm on the Anchor app, the Anchor app. Um, I, I, anyway, um, so yeah, that's, uh, I, sorry, this episode is a teench late. Um, I, like I said at the start, I was actually going to talk about something else, um, but this caught my attention and maybe that topic that I will talk about, uh, I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about it at a later date, but um, ooh, uh, Anyway, I need to cleanse my palate, um, watch cat videos or something. Anyhow, um, oh, you know what will be a good palate cleanser? There's uh, on Black Twitter, there's a uh, tweet going around that is clearly they are um, uh, Indian. It's like an Indian group of folk. They're, are they Indian? They're pro- I think they're Indian um, group of folk. Or if you're from the UK, they're uh, Asian group of folk, if you're from the United States, the South Asian men, one guy is in the center and he's got the most luxurious, luxurious hair I have ever seen. Or at least I have seen on someone, I've seen on a man, I think, because I don't really, no, 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 that's not true. Troy Palomalu still exists and his hair is luxurious. Anyhow, um, Troy Palomalu used to play for the Steelers, if you don't know. Anyway, um... But this man's hair is luxurious and he's speaking his native language. And I don't even know what he's saying. There's no subtitle. But honey, that hair is flowing. And he's rolling up his sleeves and stuff. And his body look right too, to be honest with you. Anyway, and he's got his crew there with him. I don't know what's happening. It's clearly an excerpt from some sort of film, I'm thinking. But nevertheless, that hair is flowing and it's thick and it's gorgeous and had nerve has some color in it too. So anyway, find that and just look at that because it's glorious. That's a good palate cleanser. I also saw a little baby like getting down. I'm talking about a t- like a four month old just sh- shimmying those shoulders to some sort of song that I don't even know about because it's some sort of pop song. And anyway, she is, honey, she's shimmying her shoulders and moving that whole body. She's going to be a dancer. Anyway, so find those videos and, and cleanse your palate once you watch that. And then send me a message um, or send me a message and then uh, on anchor.fm and then, and then um, watch those videos as a palate cleanser. But anyway, Okay, um, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Short and sweet, but nevertheless a little bit disturbing. So next week, hopefully I come with something less weird. Um, anyway, um, be sure to leave me a favorable rating on all of the places, Pocket Cast, CastBox, um, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the places, um, Radio Public. 
And like I said, leave me a message on Spotify or, well, leave me a message anywhere, but definitely leave me a message via anchor.fm because you can literally leave me a recorded message. And while you're there, um, you can feel free to donate. Um, even 99 cents will be a helpful contribution. Um, and like I always say, if, if donating is not your thing, because that's just not something you want to do, you can still help me by sharing an episode with someone else, someone that you think would enjoy it. Um, any of my episodes, the one uh, last week on uh, human trafficking down I-95, I know that um, you know, I'm a member of Sigma Amaro, and I'm also on the social action, the National Social Action Committee for the sorority. And I just got forwarded an email saying that our current president is ending some protections or at least um, some uh, funding for uh, organizations that could they, they could tap into to help um, get women out of those or people. Because, again, what we know is that it's people, non-binary, don't matter, uh, traffickers don't matter what you identify as, honey, so long as they can get some money from you. Anyway, um, that the current administration is trying to um, take funding away from those uh, uh, organizations or trying to eliminate funding that organizations who help people um, get out of human trafficking situations that they're, you know, they're taking away opportunities for funding. Um, So pay attention to that because like I said, those numbers don't lie. Those numbers don't lie and they're high and there are certain areas that are uh, it's more prevalent than others, and certainly South Carolina is South Carolina is one of them. Florida is one of them. New York is one of them. Newark, uh, that area, New Jersey, all up and down the east East Coast, and certainly in the Midwest, um, and on the West Coast, all over the United States. And then certainly, if you are not in the United States, check those numbers in your in your area because human trafficking is a thing, um, and it's a thing that needs to be ended. So anyway, um, yeah, so share information about that. Share anything you like, uh, anything that's, that spoke to you. All right. Um, once again, thank you so much for listening. All right. Until next time. Take care.